Welcome to the Be Seen, Be Loved podcast. I'm your host, Christy Love. I believe in taking massive action to overcome life's biggest challenges because I know the rewards that lie on the other side. This show is a weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to help you level up in your life. Here's to a new you where your dedication, commitment, and staying true to yourself will make your wildest dreams come alive. I'm a transformational trainer, speaker, firm mama, and proud wife to a distinguished Navy SEAL. We believe in the motto, never give up, never quit, while doing it all with love. I'll share real talks with experts and thought leaders who offer proven strategies to turn your barriers into success in this unfiltered, transformational, and thought-provoking podcast. Let's do this. Hello, listeners. Today, we're going to interview a personal friend of mine, Ms. Jay Walker. She is a personal growth and business development speaker, coach, and trainer. Jay is the creator of Perfector Pitch, Irresistible Sales Conversions That Convert which is the byproduct of her multiple national award-winning sales career. Jay comes with over 17 years of sales experience in the education, medical, and advertising industries. And Jay is a devoted Christian who loves connecting with others. And she currently lives in Coral Springs, Florida. She is also the Chief Inspiration Officer at The Success Group, Inc., and the founder of Confident Women Crushing Goals Group. Jay hopes to inspire both entrepreneurs and career professionals to be the absolute best version of themselves, but it wasn't always that way. And she's here to tell us all about it. So let's welcome Ms. Jay Walker to the Be Seen, Be Loved podcast. Hi, Jay. Hi, Christy. Thank you so much for having me on your show. I am so excited you are here. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's an honor to be here and to talk to your listeners, especially about my growth journey, because sometimes it's ups and a lot of times it's downs. <laughs> and I just want to share that with uh, everyone so that way they can understand that, you know, success has a lot of different faces and places. And I've been through a lot and it's doable. I think a lot of people just miss that, especially when they're in the downward stage, when they're down in the downs, when they're depressed, when they're sad, when there's like, woe is me, and things are not going quite their way in life. They don't understand that, hey, tomorrow is a new day. Things will get better. This is just a moment that you're going through. Exactly. It's a moment that you're going through. And honestly, what I've learned is that those low moments, those moments that Things just don't appear to be going right. Those are the times when you need to invest in yourself even more because eventually you're going to come out of that and you have a responsibility to how you're going to react and respond to that. And so that's what I want to, you know, share with people that during those down moments, it's not a time to feel bad for yourself or, you know, do the whole woe is me, the pity party. It's really a time to, to dig deep and to, you know, explore opportunities for success at that time. 
Right. I remember back in the day, I used to have many, many days of those down days, those woe is me days, which eventually turned to weeks and months and years. And now through the personal development that I've been going through myself, and I'm sure you too, I don't have those days anymore. It may be a moment. It may be a moment. And then you just snap back and say, hey, I've been given this opportunity to make a change. I can make a change right now. Yeah. And to do that. So share us a little bit about your story from where you came from to where you are today, living your passion and your dreams and helping so many people around the world. Yeah, absolutely. So I grew up in a city of called Pittsburgh. You know, it was just me and my sister growing up and our mom. And I struggled really bad with low self-esteem for many reasons. A lot of it was based on my appearance. I was super tall, super dark, and just stood out (laughs) everywhere that I went. And I began to internalize comments that were made by different people. And eventually, it wasn't just other people that were saying negative things to me. It was actually myself. All of that turned into a struggle with academics. It turned into a struggle with how I interacted with other people. It Uh, showed up in, you know, many different places. You know, it wasn't until I actually got to college and got surrounded by other women who looked like me at the time, other students, my sorority sisters, you know, I began to notice that I can make a change. I, I, you know, this way that I talk to myself and that I deal with myself is not normal. People always have that moment where they like to tell themselves negative things, but people don't always sit in that for very long. And so when I when I learned that I didn't have to sit in that, I started to pay attention to how they were responding to themselves. And I just made a conscious effort at that time to make the changes in my life that I wanted to see. You know, I started dressing different for my body type and I started interacting with more positive people that didn't put so much focus on what somebody looked like versus who somebody really was on the inside. And so I really had to make those changes. I never really imagined, you know, if if we were to go back to the 14 year old, 15 year old me I never really imagined that I would be where I am today. It was not even comprehensible that this would be my life. And a lot of that was due to making the decision to change how I I talked to myself and interacted with myself and, and eventually how I saw myself. I talked to women all over the world. And one of the things that we all kind of share is a very similar story of negative self-talk. Something I like to call stinking thinking. Thinking <laughs> thinking. Yes. You know, and, and that's why it's so important for me to share my story because there's a lot of people out there that think that just because someone is successful that they don't have those moments. Mm-hmm. And I'm here to say with everything that I've been through, all the success that I've been able to accumulate, it's still a conscious effort. So that means that self-growth is an intentional thing that you have to pursue on a daily basis. And self-talk is a necessary fundamental of speaking to yourself so that way you can manifest 
everything that you are, especially, you know, when it talk, when we talk about being the absolute best version of yourself. So, yeah, so that's a little bit about my story. I've had a lot of down with the story that I just shared from really bad moments, you know, moments of thinking that I was never going to be good enough, moments of thinking that because I was struggling so bad academically that I would never be able to make it through college. And during that time, who did you have to consult with? Did you just consult with yourself? Were you always by yourself in a dark room having these thoughts or... Were you actually out there, you know, having a great time with friends, but internally you felt something else? And did you have a mentor? Did you have anyone guiding you at that time out of this? Yeah, well, you know, it was exactly what you said. It was out there living life as if everything was okay Mm. when I was around other people. And then when I got to be by myself, it was literally just me and my thoughts. And that's where those moments, you know, came. I'm a a very introverted person. I don't spend a lot of time with uh, people in general outside of work and things of that nature. But it's when we're alone that we get faced with a lot of those thoughts that tend to come to life. And, you know, I had to deal with that and I had to recognize that that necessarily was not normal. Did I have a mentor I had people that showed up at different points in my life. Um, A third grade teacher that was around as I was older because she was a member of the same sorority or even like my sorority sisters who were major influences to me at that time. And when I was early in my career, I did very, very, very well. I think because I was able to go on and get a master's degree certain people, they took interest in my professional growth. And so they became mentors. And that's when I really began to flourish. Actually, when people began to take notice of how gifted I might have been in the sales development area. So there definitely was people that have tried to grab me by the the coattail Mm -hmm. and pull me along with them. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes we need those people, right? To surround ourselves with just positive environment, a positive group of people who's going to support you, who's yeah. not going to look at your skin color, not going to look at, you know, how tall you are, what you look like. I mean, for me, it was the same thing. I think when we're young and going through those stages, I don't I don't think that it matters what you look like, actually, because I've spoken to so many different people and everyone has the same, you know, experiences. Oh, I'm too light. I'm too bright. I'm too professional. I'm too proper. I'm, I'm too dark. I'm not dark enough. You know, all of us have those same things yeah. and we don't see that, hey, it's just people, you know, being mean or haters and it doesn't reflect who we are inside. And yeah. I love the fact that you said that you started dressing different. You started, you know, taking care of yourself more. And that's just self-love, self-love. And when you start to love yourself, love on yourself, for me too, changing how I dress, changing, you know, making sure my hair is done each day, things that make me feel kind of confident inside. And the more you do that, the more you feel pretty, the more you feel, uh, hey, you know, I'm I'm on top of my game today. I feel great. And the more you feel better about yourself overall. So I, I like that. And I think that's the perfect path for anyone to go on, on if they're if they're down, if they're feeling what you say, stinking or stinking thinking thoughts, you know, um, how to get how to get out of that. 
And now you are successful in sales. You've had 17 years of sales experience. And you're like a national, multiple national award-winning sales professional. How, how did that come about? Well, when I moved to Florida, you know, believe it or not, my first job, it was actually kind of coincidental because the manager who hired me at that point didn't want to hire me. And when I was hired, because she didn't want to hire me, she didn't train me. And so um, one of the newer managers actually took interest into making sure that I got the training. And one of the things that he said was, you need to learn to read books and incorporate your own training. Don't let another individual be responsible for your growth. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Drop the mic for that one. Wow. Mm -hmm. And so that began my passion for learning different sales theories, applying them. And as I was learning, I was doing better. And I was just selling, selling, selling. And people began to take notice that different opportunities came up. My name was mentioned a lot more. You said one thing, one second, you said one thing, you said, I learned and then I applied and that's where people miss it. They may read tons of books and I, and I'm guilty of this as well. A huge library, go to Barnes and Noble, read five books a weekend. I didn't apply. Yeah. Didn't apply, but you applied. Yes. That's when the growth started. Yes, that is exactly when the growth started. I remember coming home with certain books, and I still have my books over there in my little bookshelf, spin selling, gorilla selling, five-minute sales person, all those different books. And I would learn something, and I literally would go out there, and I would just be oozing with enthusiasm, telling people, oh, this is what I learned. This is what I'm going to try. And things were starting to move and shake for me. And it was just phenomenal. It got to the point to where they started asking me, I think I was like 25, 26 at the Mm -hmm. time. I started training other people in the office that had 20, 30 years of experience. Wow. Yeah. Now that says something. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so that's when I began to walk different. I began to think different about myself. I began to speak different. I began to do different things, right? And eventually it got to the point where I just kept getting positions of higher level sales. And eventually I landed into medical sales, which as you know, is one of the highest level sales careers that most people can have. You know, when you're speaking with MDs and DOs and CEOs of hospital systems and things of that nature, you pretty much arrived at the highest level of sales that you can kind of get to. And so when I began to thrive in the highest levels of sales, I was like, oh my God, this is amazing, right? And so the people that I hung around were different. All of a sudden, I was around people who read affirmations and who were positive things. Oh, those weird people, huh? Those, those, <laughs> those weird people that do strange things, right? Yeah. <laughs> like actually yeah. reading books, listening to audio books on their way to a sales appointment. My habits began to change. And when my habits began to change, I literally created the best version of myself. And and I'm not even saying I'm at the ultimate peak 
of who I who I'm supposed to be. I just know the things I need to do to continue on that journey. Wow. Yes. Don't stop. Always have higher levels. Once you reach one level, don't stop there. There's another level. Reach the next level and the next level and the next level. And bring other people along with you. And that's exactly what you do. You mentor and coach a lot of women to become more confident, right? Yes, absolutely. I started off doing this, working with youth in self-esteem. And I would go out for years. I would teach about different things that they could do as teenagers because I remember what it was like for me at 14 and 15 years old. And because other people had held my hand, even though I might not have made it, I felt like I made it out. And so it was my responsibility to let them know, even though I might have on the suit, I might have on the MAC ruby red lipstick and the red bottom heels. No, I am you, just maybe 20 or 30 years older with the decisions that I made, right? And so I encourage them to believe in themselves and to love themselves. And you know what? You might look awkward right now at 14, 15, but so did I, right? And it was so bad for me. I didn't recognize that or realize I was graduating high school until the last day of high school. That's how bad academically I was. But when people take a look at all of my awards, they take a look at my master's degree, or they take a look at the suit, or even the way that I speak, they never would guess. And I'm like, yes, I am you. I literally am you. So I started off talking to teens about self-esteem. And eventually I realized that adults were nothing more than teens with the same problem that just didn't heal. So we all still struggle, you know, with it every once in a while. I still have my moments. It's a fight sometimes, you know, but that's the beautiful part of life is that you never stop growing because you never technically stop struggling with something. You don't. We just keep getting better and better and better. That's all you can do. I remember that little girl at age 14, 15, who was confused, confused at the world. And I see women who seem to have it together. And I, and I thought that was just so far away from me. Like I could never reach that. And I too remember high school, they had the colleges come, you know, stop by with their booths and I just, you know, walked around the room a little bit and they said, oh, well, come over here. I said, oh, no, I can't go to college. So why not? Oh, my grades aren't good enough. They said, well, aren't you taking an SAT? I didn't even know what the SAT was. I had no idea. And this one person said, sure, you can go to college. I thought I can. I had no idea. I thought I dismissed my opportunity. But it took me a while. But yes, I got my MBA, too. And that's definitely something that no one can take from me. It took, it was hard work, as you know, dedication, but that's something that was so out of my reach. I had no idea. I thought only rich kids could go to college and that wasn't for me. Yeah. And, you know, I, I felt the same way. I look at people all the time and I see all the pretty girls and I'm like, man, I just want to be pretty. And they seem to have it together and they speak so well and they interact with other people. And here's me like, you know, and, and I didn't realize that the reason why I wasn't interacting well with other people is because I was so busy dealing with the negative thoughts up in here. And when that began to change, 
people think I'm an extrovert. People think I'm this like super outgoing person. And I have to remind people, oh no, I'm an introvert. I say to myself, I don't really talk much and I do most of the listening. If you really hang out with me socially, you'll see, I do most of the listening, but people never notice that. (laughs) But I love it because I'm so out of thinking about myself and I can put my focus on other people, which is generally, you know, where we're supposed to be at when we're interacting with others. So it has definitely been a journey of just really learning how to deal with those thoughts. And like I said before, just get out of my own way in a sense. Absolutely. Get out of your and, own way. Yeah. And it could have gone in a way where maybe I wouldn't have graduated high school. Maybe I wouldn't have gone to college. Maybe I would have ended up with a lot of kids. And not that that's a bad thing, but, you know, with a lot of kids and not being able to pursue what God really has for me. But no, you know, I, I was one of the fortunate ones and this is something that everybody can do. It's just about getting out of your own way and managing the decisions that you have in front of you. Well, God was with you and he had a plan for you. Amen. But you took action on that plan Yes. and you made it happen. And now you are giving back. Was it Confident Women Crushing Goals group? What's that about? Is that the, the youth? group? Yeah, no, actually, that's not the youth group. That is a women's entrepreneur group that I have over on Facebook. Yeah, we have women all over the world that are in there. And that group focuses only on goal achievement. So Mm. no matter what your goal is, you post it. Uh, We generally have a meeting once a week where we talk about our goals. See, here's what I will say to the listener. If you're talking about your goals, you don't have time to be thinking about all that inward junk that you Oh, have absolutely not. No, no, no. <laughs> You're thinking about moving forward. And so we we get together every Sunday night. We talk about our goals, how we're going to accomplish them. And then during the week, the fairy gold mother, I go around <laughs> and I make sure that people are really making movement towards their goals. And we have some really powerful things that people are doing that are coming out of the confident women's group. And give me an example of someone who's a confident woman who is crushing their goals. Give me an example. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to highlight my friend Phoenix, who's doing amazing things. She actually works for a college and she started her own business, actually having a, um, I guess you would call it a college success prep program for students that are going into college, making sure that they understand you know, the academics, the things that can really make or break a college career. Because you know that first or second semester can be really rough for some people. And so she's actually made a college success program. And so her program is expanding. She's doing podcasts. She's interviewing. She has a coaching program that's out now. And she consistently shows up every week with her list of to-dos. And the good thing about the group is that if you have these goals and you have other people that can assist you with fulfilling those goals, we all pour into that person. So it has some mastermind kind of qualities to Mm -hmm. it, but you're definitely showing up to the game. We have another young lady who's actually not too far 
and distance to me. We live maybe like two cities apart, but she has this thriving 30,000 group that she has on Facebook and she wanted to learn how to monetize it. And so just giving her ideas and other people that have already done that pour into her. And now she's meeting with different people and she's putting things in place to actually live out her dream of monetizing her group to where she can live off of, you know, her efforts. I mean, and there's just so many other women. There's people from Canada, people who are writing books, people who wanted to become speakers that are on different stages, people who might have direct sales businesses that are at the pinnacle of, you know, sales success in their direct sales program. So it's just the run of the gamut. Wow. That sounds amazing and much needed. Yeah. It's very hard to become successful by yourself. I mean, I, I love being by myself too. I could talk to this computer all day long, making videos and be happy for a year, but <laughs> you can't do it alone. And I have different support groups to help push me along the way. And that's so important, especially after what we just came through with the pandemic. If I didn't have these groups that help push me to continue on my goals, like many people, I would have just sat on the couch watching the news and thinking the world was going to come to an end. Yeah. And not continually to thrive and to achieve different heights in my life. And so many women need that. So many. So I commend you for creating a group like this where women can get help and support. Absolutely. And you hit it right on the net. I, I love the fact that you said I had a decision to make. I could sit on the couch or I could go and do something. And for most of us that are in the group, the great thing is, is that most of our business started thriving due to the pandemic because we were all sitting at home and we all realized we had a decision that we had to make, right? As with anything, you have a decision, you go one way or the other. It is a great, great group. And I invite you to be a part of it. I would love to have you speak in the group and tell about your success and any of your listeners are, you know, more than welcome to join the group if they would like to as well. Absolutely. So find Jay and Jay Walker on the Confident Women Crushing Goals group on Facebook. Uh, If you are an entrepreneur or professional who's looking to reach new heights, I mean, you have goals to reach. You have a destiny to fulfill. You have a legacy to leave for your family. Then you need a support group. You need to be surrounded by professional people who are doing the same and making things happen. You know, there's that quote that always comes to my mind. It says, you're only successful as your five closest friends. Mm-hmm. And I can't tell you how, how close that is from being the absolute truth. You so, have to surround mm-hmm. yourself by, with positive people. And you alluded to it earlier. No one does anything great alone. If you look at all the successes out there, they had someone that was pushing them, that was mentoring them, that they would go to, you know, when they had questions. No one can do anything great alone. As introverted as I am, I got some great people that when I get ready to talk business, they are there to listen to me. And I do the same thing for my friends as well. I want us all to be successful. And the only way we can do that is to propel each other forward. And you know what, when you have those moments, because business is hard, going into business for yourself is probably the best form of personal development and growth that a person can get. Because 
being a business owner and an entrepreneur is tough. (laughs) (laughs) When you don't have any of those systems in place. Guidance, yes. And Mm -hmm. the guidance, right? Mm -hmm. And you start to doubt yourself because you spent the last 30 years working under other people's systems. And now you're kind of like, well, what do I do? You need to create a system for yourself. This is what entrepreneurs do. We create systems that work for us, right? right? Just having that conversation. So many people quit their business before they actually see maybe their first dollar or their first form of success. And you Don't know, quit your business. There's hope. <laughs> you do not quit your business. Do not quit your business. <laughs> So many people fail in business, right? And failure is not a bad word. It is not the stop sign of your business, right? There are so many things that I failed at in my business. And if you look at the people that are doing really, really, really well, what they do really well is fail. (laughs) Trying things that don't work and then trying something else to see if that worked. And more than likely, that thing didn't work either. And that's the side of success that people don't see. And that's the side of success I wish I would have knew about at 14 or 15. Hmm. I wish I would have known that it was okay not to be great at everything. Oh, yes. That it was okay if something didn't pan out or something didn't work out. That, I think, is one of the biggest secrets of success is just keep trying, get back up, keep trying. And we hear it, right? Our parents tell us, our teachers tell us, but it's not until we go through it and and it actually clicks up in here that we start to say, okay, this didn't go well. You know, what did you fail at? I always tell people in my group, go fail at something. Go do something. Go try something new. And get it out the way. <laughs> get, get the failure out the way. Embarrass yourself. Get it over with. And just keep on going. Get back up and keep on going. You know, people forget that babies fall. Our kids fall like 2,000 times. But they yeah. always get back up. So why, as an, an adult, when you fail, do you think that that's the end? That's it. Right. And you, if you look at the most successful people, look at Oprah. How many no's did she get before she literally became Oprah? Uh, a lot. A lot. Thomas and Edison. She, Thomas Edison, right? You know, what if she would have stopped? Or what if Thomas Edison would have stopped on that last time that they got something wrong and they never would have tried that one more time? We would not have an Oprah and we would probably I'll be in the dark. In the dark with candles. <laughs> And in year 2021, yes. yes. <laughs> right. So we have to think about that. So don't <laughs> let failure stop you from putting your impact on the world. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Jay, I thank you so much for your insight, your inspiration, and so many good nuggets that you shared with our listeners. But I want you to leave our listeners with three great tips on how they can achieve their goals. Awesome. I can definitely do that. The first thing I'm going to share with you guys Mm -hmm. is just know that you're enough. Just know that you know that you know Mm -hmm. that you are enough, that you are more than capable. We don't even use 1% of our potential. And if that doesn't get you going, you have the ability to grow, have a growth mindset. That's my second tip. Growth mindset means that you know that you can study something and you can learn it. That's having a growth mindset. If you can't do something and you don't want to pay somebody to do it for you, 
go out there and learn how to do it yourself and know that you can teach yourself or someone can teach you how to do it. And then the last thing is, is that now that you know (laughs) that you have this ability, study your craft, whatever it is that you think that you're good at, you believe that is your passion that you even want to make money at, either in a business or in a career, study your craft. I've been in, in sales for almost 20 years and I still study my craft. Absolutely. I still study it, you know, and I'm always looking to get better. I'm always looking to connect Mm. with sales trainers, people that can pour into me because I want to keep growing. And so keep growing, guys, keep growing, study your craft and just know that you are enough and that you can do it. Absolutely. Do not stop. Do not stop. Well, 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 Jay, tell us or tell our listeners, where can they find you? So you can find me on all forms of social media at John A. Walker, which is just my first name, last name, J-A-U-N-A-I, last name, Walker. My website is www.jeanawalker.com. And you can find me in the Confident Women Crushing Goals group. Absolutely great. Well, I thank you for the invite. And I hope our <laughs> listeners will join me as well and joining in Jay in our group, in our group and start to crush those goals, make things happen, shake up this world because the world needs you. Yes. Amen. Yes. Thank you so much, Jay, for being on the Be Seen, Be Loved podcast. I truly, truly enjoyed you. Thanks again. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Be Seen, Be Loved podcast. For more inspiring conversations, please share with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions or feedback, you can reach me directly at beseenbelovedpodcast.com. Thanks for listening.